Good morning, quitters. How are we doing today? Welcome to another episode of Don't Quit Your Day Job. You know me. I am your host, Maxim Allen, comedian, podcaster, tweeter, guy. Uh, today is June 21st, 2021. I just got back from the dentist's office and they said I was the easiest patient of the day because my <laughs> teeth were so clean. Ooh, let's so, see them, daddy. I'm taking them. Ah. Ooh, Twitter doesn't count as an identity. All right. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I just got back from the dentist feeling good. Uh, this week I had some trouble booking some guests and um, I had some people kind of flake or like not get back to me. <laughs> um, you don't count as a flake if you didn't get back to me, if you didn't promise me anything. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, this week, uh, it was a little, a little tight on the schedule. So, But um, uh, I have some guests here today, and we're going to be just talking about comedy. Uh, one of the guests wanted got an episode that he wanted re-recorded, and the yeah. other one wanted to come back on again. So please welcome my two favorite people, Lee Lan and Sasha Von D. Yeah, thank you. I, I mean... It's pretty hollow to say that we're your favorite people right after you're saying that we are like, like you we're, wanted other people. <laughs> we're like, we're like yeah. substitute you're, you're for like, the yeah, swan. So this week's kind of gonna suck. Yeah, <laughs> I, I had I had some really great guests in mind, but they didn't get back to me. So instead, I got these fucking morons. They're my favorite, Lilan and Sasha. Fucking snake. Um, no, I, I just I, I don't do redo episodes typically. Like uh, for the listeners, Lee Lee asked if she could redo an episode. You may remember when I got coronavirus back in November. I inter- interviewed her. She interviewed me. She wanted me to re-interview her about comedy, but um, no, it I wouldn't just be get orga- on your podcast and talk because it seems fun. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so we're coming back to talk about comedy. So Lee. You've got a show going on. How's your show going? What, what's, what's the show called? It's changed up since we last spoke. Uh, I have a question. So is it like, do I talk about things I want to talk about or do I talk about things you want me to talk about? I just asked you a question. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. We're off to a rocky start, I got to say. It's it's okay. So yeah, we're, we're going to dive in where I ask and then we go from there. So Okay, we, the show is fine, but the thing is we couldn't get a follow-up with the venues uh, we have good comedians, and uh, sometimes we had good comedians like Sasha would bring people to the show. Oh, is it Who Hurt You? Yeah. It's yeah, called you gotta, Who you Hurt You. You gotta give some context, Mom. Yeah, what, yeah, are we, yeah. what are we talking about here? It's called yeah. Who Hurt You. Oh. I host it with Chris Shirt. We're good friends. Also, a recent episode. Go back and listen to Chris Shirt's episode. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. We're gonna have a show on Fourth of July, seven thirty at the Tiny Cupboard. Really? Yeah. In the in the church? Yeah. The Ten Cooper, Ten uh-huh. Cooper Street, or whatever. Yeah, and another mm. one, I think, three weeks after that. Who's who's gonna be on it? If not me, oh. the most patriotic man alive. I don't know. You haven't booked. You haven't yet? booked anybody. You just know that you got the spot for that night. Hey, I'll, yeah, like, I'll, actually, I'll do it again. I should have. We should have a show this week, and I haven't talked to any venues because <laughs> I fucking hate my job. And it's the only thing that's been going on in my mind. Yeah. But yeah, I should follow up with a venue. Yeah, probably. What? So, Sasha, your your show Velvet Velvet Brick. You've had it yeah. at a couple venues now. How do you guys find venues? Oh, dude, it's brutal. I mean, the the first we were doing it at um my friend Trevor, who I was in a few bands with him in in uh, in college. Oh. Uh, he moved to to, to Brooklyn. And had this beautiful rooftop space that we would go like, yeah, during yeah. COVID. We would go and we would jam on his roof and whatever. And so then when I was organizing the show with Caleb and VJ, 
we, you know, it seemed like, oh, obviously we would do it there because we right. had all this beautiful sound equipment, mic stands and everything. Let's do it there. And uh, we did one show there, and then we were going to do another one two weeks later, and then Cuomo, like, like it was like the second, like, like yeah. huge wave of COVID. It was and like, it was, like December, or yeah. November, December. Yeah, and it was also like bitterly cold, and yeah, so it was yeah, like, yeah. even if we, if this was legal, it wouldn't be fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so so we we didn't do anything for a while, and then uh, and then we had another show there, and the uh, uh, the cops came during yep. Nore Davis's set. Yep, <laughs> uh, which which was so funny because he was like like he was in the middle of talking about like cops and police yeah. brutality <laughs> yep. and like fuck the police <laughs> and like right as he like reached that point in his set, the fucking cops showed up and they were showing their flashlights around and it was very tense. It um, was tense. I, I remember yeah. <laughs> Lee. Lee was like I was smoking a joint. <laughs> yeah, and then I saw you were. Yeah. We, and, as the cops came in, yeah, and they came behind me, and they were they didn't see me. I just saw a flat, like I felt like this light went through me. I was like, "What?" And yeah. I turned around. I was like, "Ooh!" Yeah. Then I saw this message Brian Boucher sent me. He's like, he was in the bathroom. He's like, "Oh, be careful, cops are up there." Yeah. I'm like, "Oh shit!" Max was like, "Don't look." Don't he was the one who he was. I I didn't know that there were cops until Brian told me. <laughs> <laughs> but Brian DM me and was like, "Hey, hey, there's cops," and I was like, "What?" And I turned around and there was like. Yeah, you know, with their fucking big ass boots and he was banging on, around. He was on the the lookout from his porcelain throne, from his porcelain watchtower. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's the he's yeah he's the guardian angel of, of velvet brick. Um, yeah, and Lee was like Lee like kept looking. She was like staring at them. She's like I have a joint. And she's like staring at them. I'm like, well, stop looking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no, yeah. not I was I was not staring at them because I had a joint. I started to look at them because Caleb wanted to talk to them. To Dude. talk to them, I I was ready to pull out. I had my phone in my hand, have video on. I was like, "Don't do anything." Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah. It was super. It was super tense. It was just like it was also like like Caleb was so fucking mad. Yeah, you know, and, and like Caleb's like a super sweet guy. He's like so warm and check out loving. episode one with caleb clark yeah brilliant brilliant <laughs> dude wonderful person but like but he definitely has that like subterranean rage that like comes up yeah and I, you know I, I i went up and he was already dealing with the cops and it, it was just so fucking like you know like just fucking tense where he he he, he wasn't uh he wasn't egging them on, but he wasn't diffusing the situation for sure. <laughs> and so, so I, I just sort of like, I just sort of like stepped in and and you know, um, you know, I feel like with with cops, like it's just like minimizing, like 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 whatever happens next, they get what they want because they right, have right. guns, and none of us have guns. <laughs> <laughs> so like like like. Like while they're here, ju just mitigate. Like what? It, what is the minimum amount of shitty stuff that can happen next? Right, and, right, right. And you sort of assess. I, I was just sort of assessed it, and I was like, all right. The the minimum thing is that they let Nore finish his set, and then everybody goes home. Right, right. The maximum thing is that somebody gets fucking shot. So let's <laughs> let's aim let's aim for the minimum. You know, you heard it here first. Cops hate jokes. <laughs> <laughs> they hate jokes. Yeah. Well, apparently they they actually like uh, they. Are we am I getting mixed up? 
I, I, th- I think that they stayed around for a little bit of Nora's set, and, and, and then they went down to their, then they, they went they down left, to their. Yeah, yeah it, it was like it was this just because uh, like just some fucking lady in the building called. Yeah. No, it's a lady. Because uh, um, <laughs> you're, trying, you're trying to catch me being sexist. No, 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 no. Is a white woman? I think it was. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Uh... What Maxim? <laughs> Are we not familiar you, with the term you... Karen? <laughs> you can say Karen. <laughs> I uh I don't I don't know I don't know the race of the person but but uh she yeah apparently it's somebody who they've had problem with problems with before and uh and yeah it, it was it was infuriating because it's like it's like eight p.m. on a Saturday night yeah a and very it's like, reasonable time it's to like have it, some noise. we're not being and it's also it's not like crazy it's not we weren't having doing punk it wasn't a punk show it wasn't like crazy metal it wasn't just throbbing bass it was like people talking on a you know what i mean yeah <laughs> i i think i think ultimately what the problem was is that people were going up and down from the roof to the bathroom on the first floor right right and walking past her apartment which must have been annoying but it's like i don't know it, like like <sighs> i think one thing that i is has surprised me and now i'm very conscious of with any new like comedy venue space or any type of venue space for anything is like there are so many great rooftops and backyards yeah but where do people piss it seems like that's like a yeah. huge issue, especially yeah. with people drinking in the bottle. <laughs> well, th- th- that 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 was uh, that was how Dobbins pissed on his Jordans. Because <laughs> before the show, he and I we went to the back of the we both had to pee, so we went to the back of the roof and we did a simul piss. We each picked a corner of the roof and we were pissing. Then we came back and we like reunited and you know hugged and kissed and stuff and 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 I looked down he had little flecks of piss all over his jordans and I was like damn bro you pissed your jordans <laughs> and he was like damn you're right and so <clears throat> so I brought him up I was like D- David Dobbs is one of my favorite comedians he also he has piss all over his jordans put your hands together for you know, um that was a brilliant set by him too that night that was so much fun yeah he, he which I talked to him about it later and he was sort of like down on it like he was like, yeah, I sort of lost people in the middle. I was like, no, you f- people were, were loved you from the yeah. beginning until the end, <laughs> nonstop, and you didn't tell a joke. Exactly, that was like what was fun is he told like two and a half jokes in yeah. like ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. what did he? What did he? What did he do though? I don't remember. He did. Uh, he just well, riffed well, well, the for, whole for, time. First, he got up and he was talking about pissing on his Jordans, which was like I loved that. And then, and then uh, he he did his. He, he goes. Uh, yeah, yeah. How's everybody feeling? Feeling good? All right. I'm. I'm not feeling so great. <laughs> I uh, my girlfriend uh, recently she gave me uh, she gave me HPV. <laughs> yeah. Harry Potter five. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was like and the then, rest of the time was riffing. And the rest of the time was <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. That joke kills at Barnes and Noble. Just fucking <laughs> this stupid shit, you know. And riffing about. You're doing that his like terrible Trump impression, like his intentionally <laughs> awful Trump impression. Lee Lee had a Trump impression. Oh, stop talking back in the day. It. Tell him about you did? it. Yeah, mm, I was because I thought Trump was funny. Yeah, but I didn't know how Trump impression was overdone because I was really new. Yeah, and uh, I was practicing Trump impression in my room every day. I was just like. I was repeating every word he was saying, <laughs> watching his rally for yeah. hours. 
Yeah, and, it sounds uh, like you're Republican. <laughs> 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 sounds like this is sounds like this is like this is not a bit. This is like <laughs> a cover up for your conservative values. Uh, you, you were obsessively watching his speeches for I, the impression. Because I think Trump is really funny. It's like how can anybody get this ridiculously stupid? Yeah. And I did an impression, and uh, and very soon I realized, oh, there's a reason why people don't do it anymore. Because yeah, just everybody has one, and none of them yeah. are good. You know, it, I mean, like, I, I mean, some of them are good, but it's just like it's the least. Yeah, whatever. I don't want to talk about it. Anymore. So we're done. But we're, yeah, we're moving on. Lee, like, I saw her. I first met Lee at her first. Her fifth set, her fifth open mic. Really? Yeah, and uh, it was funny because she went up there with full confidence, told a bunch of jokes that did not land, but then ended with this Trump impression. <laughs> and I loved the Trump impression because it just came out of nowhere. Yeah. It was like, who is this? And now she's doing a Trump impression. Yeah. And I was like, you should come back. And then she came back to the open mic later. Oh, to Wobbly Ladder? No, no, no. No, no, no. no. you guys started that together. We No, we we met at an open mic at Buka, which is a oh, Nigerian wow. restaurant. Their food right. is really good. Their food is good. Yeah. yeah. Are they still around? Yep. Yeah. But they're, they're just not doing mics anymore. Because they... uh, we all realized, oh, this, uh, like restaurants are not a good place for comedy because yeah. everybody wants you to shut the fuck up. And granted, the comedy is in the bar area. But yeah. we all we would just go there and just bomb. But yeah. we would bomb with our friends and <laughs> the owner. Like we love this place. <laughs> Only love for Buka. Like the owner is really great. He loves having comedy there. Yeah. And he's actually like tried to like when if we would like walk past him on the street, be like oh like it was during COVID, but he'd be like oh you guys should do something here. Like, but I think someone is going to um one of the former people that used to go there with us. He's going to start up new mics there. I think mm-hmm. pretty soon. But. Yeah, well, that's where we word. Yeah, I mean that, that was some to get back to who hurt you. I mean that 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 uh, the chaos of of wellness tea therapy was my saving grace getting up on stage. <laughs> I, 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 did, I, I knew I knew I wanted to open with my with my. I know I wanted to do, do that charmer bit up mm-hmm. top, but it's like for 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 the listeners, I have a stupid bit where I go get up on stage and I go, I'm a charmer, guys. I'm a charmer. Observe, and then I picked. You know, what's your name? Max, and you? Beautiful and gorgeous. Oh my god! You ruined, <laughs> ruined the fucking bit. Why'd you ruin the bit? Ruined the bit for the listeners. Okay, sorry. All right, what's your name? Let's let's cut that part. So start okay, with no, right. start up. Yeah, guys, yeah, start. <laughs> start again. Okay. I'm a charmer, guys. I'm a charmer. Uh, observe. What's your name? Maxim. Maxim, and and you? Gumbogi. All right. Never forget it. The point is, <laughs> you're the worst comedian. Lee. You're the worst person. The, the, po- the point is, I ask, I ask two people from the audience their name, and then and and whatever their name, I go, oh, you know, Maxim and Lelon. I would have thought stunning and gorgeous. I'm a charmer, guys. And then I ask them where they're from, and then I say, oh, I would have thought heaven. I just like just they give me information, and then I just fucking discard it in favor of like hitting on them. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so I knew I wanted to do that because I I I had thought of it that morning, but I didn't know what. It's like that's, it's like we just get into that that person immediately. Yeah. So I, uh, so I was like kind of like trying to cook up like what are my opening words gonna be? Am I just gonna do my hot crowd thing, whatever? And then the the smoothie maker (laughs) went on during your set, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna get mad at everybody for ordering smoothies. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I just yelled at the audience for like the first like minute of my set. Mm-hmm. Um, Why uh, are you? 
Are you going to have more at tea therapy? You don't know. You're kind of just figuring it out. Yeah, because we're supposed to have like four shows only booking uh, queer comics for this month. But we canceled the two because we Because they, they were too gay. We couldn't find a venue. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, And especially now, the venue looks like a Chinese restaurant during the Chinese New Year. Mm. Just when is the Chinese New Year? Uh, January. Wait. So so the so wait. What are you so talking about? So the chef's <laughs> the uh, the daughter of the chef there. Yeah. She's really into Asian culture. Yeah. So during her oh my god, I'm what just are you moving doing? the mic so you talk into the mic. It's a sound thing. <laughs> it's not like you see where my mouth is going. You're, but now? you keep pointing that way. You keep looking over there and talking. So I'm just adjusting it. Got it, Dad. Oh my god, just do the podcast. <laughs> I point at the microphone. Stop talk giving into me it. instructions. <laughs> Let's talk. Okay, so the is, Chinese is, New Year thing. So this, this Chinese woman who's really into chi- China. No, she's a white woman who's really into China. She's a sixteen-year-old a... black girl. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> <laughs> that was so unexpected. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to just laugh right away, but that was <laughs> the, the way you looked at me. You like bore into my soul with your eyes. It's a sixteen-year-old black girl. <laughs> like, like you're mad at me? No. <laughs> um. So she, she, but she, she, it was what, her what, birthday. She's really into Asian culture, and they wanted yeah. to decorate the whole place into like very Asian. Oh my god! But it's like uh, there's wait, some wait, Korean wait. stuff, there's some Chinese stuff, mostly Chinese stuff. Uh, <laughs> and wait, and where is this? Wellness tea therapy. Oh, the, oh, this is wellness tea therapy. Yeah. Oh, I okay. I got confused. I didn't know what we were talking. Okay. Because you said Chinese restaurant, or no? The whole place looks like a Chinese restaurant. Oh. The inside, it's all decorated up. Yeah. Oh, so you so now you don't want to do a show there because it's gonna be it's too much it, China. No, it feels <laughs> weird to me. I'm like I only see certain certain things during New Year time, during Chinese New Year time. Oh, and it's just like okay, I gotcha. I don't know. It probably is not weird, but but I'm like I don't feel right to do so comedy like looking at those decorations. Right. But also like we need to have a show and we don't have other venues so. I think that would be really funny. I think that that would be so sick to like to because like you you know what is what culture you just be up and be like, <laughs> like like all right most of this is China some of it's Korea none of the stuff that's from China is for this time of year <laughs> yeah and just like roast you know what I mean you're like, like you're like I, I don't want to do my show there right now it'd just be too much riffs I could do yeah like, there's and too the much thing, material and the thing is it looks uh Dude. clearly they put in a lot of effort in there it yeah. looks like they put in a lot of effort in there yeah so, yeah, <laughs> there are photos. I saw photos. It sounds like a perfect situation. I don't know what the problem is. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds like you should definitely do a show there tomorrow, and I should be on it. What? It sounds like yeah, you should. Uh, you should try it out. I mean, it, it would be fun. Need to find a venue, and also like they don't have AC there. It's getting hotter and hotter and hotter. They don't have AC there. Oh, that's right. You were there. That's right. Well, I I was so just like in like fucking. You were like just like ready screaming. to go on stage mode. Like I'm so yeah, and then and then I get up on stage and I'm like I'm so active. I'm just running around and just pretending to be a bird, <laughs> screaming <laughs> and shit. And so like <laughs> like I'm always sweaty by the time I'm coming off stage. So I'm like not really, I'm not aware of of 
of like normal temperature. normal temperature. I'll tell you what, as an audience member during that show, hyper aware. Yeah. <laughs> when you got to sit through comedy and you're just on your ass in like a folding chair for like 90 minutes and you're All like, right, well, let's not say sit through. Let's say enjoy. Enjoy. <laughs> let's say. But it's like, boy, it sure is hot in here. Why am I dripping sweat? I want to <laughs> laugh, but I'm dripping sweat into yeah. my eyes. <laughs> well, that makes me even feel, feel even better about fucking killing. <sighs> So what, that, that is that is to today maybe maybe my best set. I loved that really? show so much. I had so much fun. Yeah. Oh, thank you. But got, you always kill. No. You always. You no, he that, doesn't. No, he no, doesn't. I no, don't. he doesn't. I definitely <laughs> don't. Never I, not doing a good job on stage, even at open mics. I, I don't know. I don't. You think so? Yeah. Nah. Uh, yeah, I feel like I. Bomb, I think so. I, I think I think Sasha, you bring the energy like ninety percent of the time. Out of that ninety percent, you kill like. 70 per that's 70 percentile of that no 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 i'm just there's some days you come up and i can tell that you just don't have it in you fully and it's just like we all have those sets but i i can tell when it's not connecting in your brain you're you're being sweeter but maxim is right (laughs) (laughs) no maxim is jealous i'm being honest I, i i i think i think like I, yeah, I, like 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 when I, when I'm in the right headspace for it, I do really well. But if I'm in a bat, if I'm like sad, I can't fucking deliver. Like 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 I can't just like decide not to be sad for five minutes, for ten minutes, for fifteen minutes. Like I, it it drags me down. Like I, I did you know Honey Baby? They just started this this new mic. Honey, I saw the Honey flyer. Baby. It's like a LGBT and uh, uh, like woman prioritizing mm, mic or whatever. So you were sad that you couldn't get on it. <laughs> <laughs> no, th- 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 Do you th- tell th- them you're an ally? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, I told them I'm down for the cause. I'm a special kind of white guy. Um, no, I, I, I uh, they, they let me on because uh, I, I know Michelle, one of the people who runs oh, it, so and neptism. she really like, yeah, the neptism. I mean, it, it's also it's not like it's not like uh, <laughs> Lee's it, coming after you. <laughs> it, it, it's 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 not it's not like uh, uh, you know exclusively that it, it's like prioritizing. Oh, I see. And so oh, just okay, kind of whoever yeah. signs up or whatever. So, um, they had me on, and like, like I had just come back, like my grandma's doing poorly like she, like she her dementia like she's just completely like she doesn't know what the fuck is going on she can't mm-hmm. see shit and yeah her skin is like it, it's just like really sad and so my, my my dad and i like that morning i we we drove up upstate to like take her to a uh, get her get her cataracts checked out and it's just like so just brutal to like see this person who fucking raised me and mm-hmm. she's like a shell of what she was and it's it like really it like i'm getting a little emotional now like it's just so so sad and then i went straight from that to a mic no and it's like it's like <laughs> it's like i can't do five minutes about how i'm a little scamp after <laughs> like, right after i've what like, do you what's your go-to do you, when in that situation, do you go to different material, or do you just go for riffing and just saying "fuck it"? Oh, like 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 when I'm really bummed. Yeah. Um. Well, is so that's happened a few times where like I drive back from my grandma, like right after dealing with my grandma, because it's it's we've been going up more and more frequently as her health has been declining, and uh, and it's been happening more recently, like more often, where I go straight from that to a mic, and the, the second or third time I that happened. I was at one of Lana Siebel's mics at the Tiny Cupboard mm. shows, <laughs> but anyway, continue. <laughs> it, it was it, it, this was before she was calling them shows, but um, 
but uh i uh i got up and i just i i figured out i i just spoke really honestly about my grandmother and I, and i figured out so so like basically here i i said uh you know i went up to see my grandmother today and uh you know her memory's fading mm-hmm. and you know for a while it's been like you know uh she she doesn't recognize me like you know like like yeah. say oh you know uh, she thinks I'm my dad or she thinks I'm her right. husband or like she she doesn't know who I am in the moment but if you if you bring up my name if you mention Sasha she'll go, oh Sasha you know blah 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 and there's this moment where we were I was we I was walking her to the car you know on her little walker I was holding her arm and uh. And she was like, "Oh, where are we going?" And blah blah blah. blah, blah. Like, who who are what's going on? And my dad said, "Oh, oh, it's me, Nick, and and Sasha's on your left arm." And she said, "Who's Sasha?" Mm-hmm. And it was like the first time she, like, my name meant nothing to her. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, that was fucking brutal. And and uh, and then later that day, we got pizza and we were sitting in the living room eating it. And she can still, like, she still, like, the, you know, even in the, her state, joke, like, like the only thing that kind of cuts through is, like, jokes. Mm-hmm. And and so my dad, they were talking about The Sound of Music. Yeah, that yeah. The movie The Sound of Music. And I, I guess there's a famous scene in Sound of Music where the dad has his son on his shoulders and they're doing some kind of song and dance. Right, spinning right. around in the in a field and singing a song about music <laughs> <laughs> and, and sounds and, Don't and, sounds. and, and yeah, of course you got to include <laughs> sounds. And um, and so my dad was kind of was making my grandmother like peals of laughter because he was just he was describing this alternate version of that scene where the son. Is, is sitting on his dad's shoulders and is pissing down his down his back <laughs> like he's just soaking his father in piss and his dad has no idea and he's just singing the song and my my grandma was just dying with laughter and 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 it struck me that like even in such dire straits I mean she she has nothing I mean really like like her bot like she she has virtually no memory she has this little handful of connections her like brain stem is basically rotted away she can't see shit all she has is like food like the desire to eat food sleep piss shit and even even in that darkest twilight pee pee poo poo still pretty funny <laughs> still pretty funny <laughs> and Pee pee poo poo still pretty. It still slaps. Womb till tomb. Pee pee poo poo still cuts through <laughs> death taxes and pee pee poo poo. So that th- that was like basically what I did. I just got like really real with everybody, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then brought it around with like a goofy little thing at the end. I think it's it's hard to do. I feel like it's hard to do being real about sad stuff. Like I think yeah. when you're frustrated or like overwhelmed, like and like yeah. those emotions are easy to deal with. Like Lee, I don't think I've seen you perform sad. Like I think I've oh I've, I have I've seen you perform angry I don't know if I'm about sad though I I've, I we we were just talking the other day about about one of my first memories of seeing you perform was in the backyard right there and and you were talk- you mean like my therapy session yeah you were ta- like talking about your your folks yeah. and you just got really down and I was like dude do we need to like 
Does she need a hug? Do, yeah, do we need to stop the mic? Does she need a pat on the shoulder? Yeah, I, I like really had an urge to care for you in that, that moment. That was not even the worst one. There was once, like, I talked to my dad, like, that was, like, probably in January. My dad really wants me to go back to China. Yeah. And he found me a job and whatever. And I'm like, no. And my dad was like, I, my dad was almost like, then don't ever talk to me. Like, like he doesn't really mean that because I'm his only child. and. Uh, and I went to a show, Keith Chase show, and I was like, okay, I'm on the show. I should respect the audiences. Then, like, for that eight minutes, I just forgot what I was going through that day. Yeah. So I think, like, for me, if I if it's a show, I would be like, okay, I, I get really committed to my set, and I can do that. But as a mic, I'm like... Those comedians are not here to listen to me tell jokes. They're right. here for their own stage time. And, uh, and sometimes, like, I don't go to therapy. Yeah. Uh, so, but that probably was not a sad set. It probably was just me being frustrated. And uh, how, did, how did your set go at that show? Did you do okay? I killed. You killed? You were <laughs> shooting the show. Oh, it was that one. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was on that one, too. Yeah. Uh but when I'm sad, there, I don't go to places. I don't. Yeah. I cannot even say a word. I'm just like. Yeah, I stopped by the other day, and and you were. You're gonna do a Zoom show or something, and you just you or you were to perform at Joey Bats or something, and you just canceled it. You're like, I can't, I can't bring it to that. Oh, because I was trying to break up with him. <laughs> You're trying to break up with him? Oh, my yeah. God. Not on the podcast. Come on. We had a fight. It's fine. We're good. I've uh, I've been thinking about you guys all day. Right. Honestly. What have you been thinking about? Bunch of different stuff. Well, f- like, f- well, because I knew I was going to be doing this. and But, I mean, like, I dude, I think about Maxim a lot. Max- he thinks about you a lot. I know. I think I think it's I think it's like a it's mutual and creepy and whatever. But there was once he's like yeah. uh, he was like talking about like one day what if we make it? He's like when I make it, he's like I'm just imagining this the like what it's gonna be like. And he started he started with Sasha will be there, and he turned around and he saw me and he's like oh and you will be there. I'm like <laughs> come on. <laughs> and that's why you were trying to break up with him. And no. Um, I uh, yeah, I I think about Max about well, because because a lot of like songs that I listen to remind me of you, like 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 like, like lines and songs because I keep on I keep on trying to get like you what? to listen to these songs. There's this one song. It's called Holy Shit by Father John Misty, and I keep on trying to get him to listen to it. And I know. Look, I, I keep kn- forgetting. I know everybody's everybody who's listening just like retreated into themselves a little bit because I said Father John Misty and I know that he's like sort of a meme and he's sort of pretentious. This song is so fucking good and it like, because cause, cause I feel like a, a perception of like the times that you and I have in common is this, I, I can't remember if we talked about it the last time I was on the podcast, but it's like this, this, this blazing angry light heat that's pressing in on you that cons- consists of like Jeffrey Bezos slime videos on 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 IGTV and and like you know a uh, 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 pride right, right, pride right. sales at JC Penney just like <laughs> just like corporate fucking just heat and pain that crushes in on you and 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 threatens to swallow you at all times and uh uh so th- there's that and then 
I've been listening to the the songs from Bo Burnham's new special, Inside. You know, just it, it, they released Jeffrey it on Jeffrey Bezos. Yeah, dude, Jeffrey Bezos. Bezos. I love that one. It's that so funny. It's so, it's so catchy. So funny to like celebrate. Like write a song celebrating the most evil man on earth. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 like. It just it's like I feel like it's it really like um like captures this like simpering like mentality that people have about like 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 him saying like like you did it congratulations to Jeffrey Bezos so funny it like so captures that like like yeah that that is sort of ha- like like if we accept capitalism on its face like he kind of won it you know what i mean <laughs> like so i think about you when i listen to that song and i also there's a he has that one about uh, welcome to the internet yeah that one's i love that he, one he, pl- he plays this sort of like willy wonka character this guy who like sort of like built the internet or something and 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 he's like speaking to you the consumer the the, the, the like kind of end user of the internet and is like really overstimulating you with like you know like Fight for civil rights, and also look at f- pictures of famous people's feet, and also kill your mom, and also here's a tip for straining pasta, and like like, like, yeah. like just overwhelming <laughs> you. And there's a, there's this one line where he, where where he's he's speaking directly to you, and he he says uh, he says, uh, "Mommy let you use your iPad." Mommy let her let you use her iPad, and every time <laughs> he says that, I think of you because like because you are you are, you're a straight shooter. You speak. Like, like you kind of you don't do a lot of voices. You don't do like you're pretty honest. You're pretty genuine, and so like anytime you do a voice or a character or tell a lie, it is like <laughs> it's like really upsetting. <laughs> and, and so like like I, when I do my bit about like about the way that people talk to kids, like like yeah. when, like when you imitate the way that people talk to kids. Like like that like oh me me, me gumma wama wama oh yeah like when you do it it really like ma- like I I've never told you this but it really makes me uncomfortable <laughs> because it's it like it, there's something so like real about it like 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 it, it's it's such a hard transition from who you are and so like you become that person for a moment and it's deeply disturbing to me <laughs> um, oh my gosh Lee do I do characters. Do do I does this disturb you in the same way? <laughs> mm, I don't pay attention to you that much. I don't know. <laughs> well, I, I was also thinking. I, I I realized that like I don't really know that much about you. L- L- he's he's looking at, I'm looking at Leah. Because I'm like, not one of those people. Just like here's everything about me. Like yeah. okay, I'll talk about myself if. If you ask, yeah. but I'm not like, this is what happened to me. This is what happened to me. Like, oh, there was one time I was talking about, blah, blah, blah. I'm not that kind of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so, so I, I, I was like cooking up some questions. I, I was, I was like, what do I Ooh. actually like want to know about? Like, like how is there like a, there, is there like a standup scene in like the, the place where you grew up in China? No. 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 So like, I mean, like, like, is 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 stand up big in China generally as a recently? Okay, in started from last two years, I would say. Well, that's about it. So, but China have different. China has different kind of comedy. Would have like sketch, which is not dumb. Um, (laughs) Got him. (laughs) Got him. We would have people like it's not like, oh. 
no people nobody talks like that. They would like write like they like they have a performing date. They will start to write about it at least two years prior to that. They would rewrite, 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 and then they would perform it. Mm-hmm. You know, they would actually act on it, and they would change a lot of small things, and then to the final act. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of work. Yeah, it's not like oh, I gotta do this because I'm so smart and so funny. No, <laughs> who is that? Who is that impression? <laughs> a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, and um. Stand up started to get popular uh, in China in the last two years. There was some like po- stand up thing before, but they were never like popular in general. Yeah, it was small popular in smaller things, and uh, now like there's a person he brought stand up to the public eyes. He made a like stand up competition, mm. and he put it on internet. They have big sponsorship. They would have celebrities on it. As part of the promotion, and now it's getting really big. But yeah, that's about it. I and never grew right. up with it. So, but so, so, they so also have crosstalk, which is similar kind of stand up. Look at it. you! You just adopted the whole culture because you read about it once. You told me about it. I'm telling. Let's tell him about it. That's a big thing. What's crosstalk? Crosstalk is two people, or sometimes one person. It's also the same. Like they would get on stage and talk to each other. Like one person is the main like, uh, jokester, mm-hmm. like, and the other person would be like, re- react to the, what the other person says, and that is also part of the punchline. But to be a good crosstalk actor, it's not. It's nothing like stand up. It's more serious than stand up. Yeah, people have to learn a lot of basic skills. They would be like they would learn how to pronounce every word very clearly, so the audience can he- can hear it. Right. And they learn impression about different things from birds, from like animals to human. Right. And they would learn to like just be. They would learn some improv, im, im- improvise that, and then they would also learn to like sing. Right. So it's almost like vaudeville. It's, it, it's like 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 there, there's like a strong. Like, like there's sort of like a baseline level of skill and knowledge. Yeah, it takes tradition. A, it takes that, like that, at that least a decade. You're building on top of. You're you're not you like it. It's less of like uh, what we have now, where it's like you know just however you're funny with your friends, you just get a camcorder and you your your phone and you record it and edit it, and it's like there's like a there's a foundational element to it that yeah. you have to understand. And the, there's a difference between crosstalk, I would say. Because, like, in stand-up, there's, like, this typical confusion or frustration for comedians. It's like, do I perform this for me or do I perform this for the audience? Right. And But for crosstalk, people understand, oh, I have an art form I want to work on. But also, I understand at the end of the day, people chose to come out to watch me instead of use that time to do other things in their life. Right. So as a basic respect for the audiences, I like they're here to laugh. They're not yeah. here to like this is my deep philosophy. Yeah, like no. So like I know there's a lot of comedians that are like fuck the audience. They just don't get me. It's like no, they they're yeah. here to watch you. They could just do. They can they can they can get laid right when they're right. watching you. They, but you're making they could be getting fucked right now. Yeah, and, like and, and but you're making here. them upset. Like. <laughs> Check on yourself, fucking piece of shit. So, um, yeah, that I think that's what, coming like like 
growing up from like crosstalk is one thing like I never had one moment like oh fuck the audience and like oh I respect them yeah I should treat them I should appreciate them because they don't need to come out sitting on the fucking rooftop in the wind yeah. to watch me and the chairs don't even have backs yeah they're sitting uncomfortably to watch me like I you need to bring it uh, well, yeah th- that's something I've been thinking about I've kind of come to recently as I've started being on more shows mm. and and stuff like is that like open mics are for us yeah open mics are for us shows are for the audience exactly. and so you, you you like like I was talking to uh Mo has Mo Singleton ever been on your podcast yeah he's been on here yeah he I was talking uh, he I saw him at uh, at Star Bar last week mm-hmm. uh, he was doing uh I can't remember his last name Simon you know Simon you like his last name begins with a U. I don't know. <laughs> He's super, super, <laughs> super nice guy. He runs a show at Star Bar, um, and uh, and Mo was on it, and 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 Mo pulled up, and he had this sort of listless kind of look in his eye, this sort of uh, kind of vague anxiety, and and uh, you know I, I don't I I don't know him all that well. Like I like I, I I've done some graphics for him, some like graphic design stuff for him, but. You know, I've never really like connected that much, mm-hmm. and uh, and I think just in that moment he felt able to open up to me, and he told me, "Yeah, you know, I, I just did a show at the Grizzly Pear, and uh, and you know, I'd never done a show. I'd done mics there, but I'd never done a show there, and I didn't realize Grizzly Pear. It's a lot of tourists. It's a lot of people from from out of town. Yeah." And yeah. so he was doing all this kind of local, these kind of local jokes about the subway and stuff. And people like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. You know? <laughs> and, and so it kind of like, he was telling me like it kind of shook his confidence. And he was like really in his head. I could see in his face like he wasn't fully there with me. He was like really, he was like really worried about what he was going to do on stage. And he was saying like, oh, you know, like, I, I don't know, like, should I do, like, like, like I kind of don't want to use the material from my album. He has an album out called Organic Mixtape. Check it out; it's really good. I, I, did, I, did, I did the album cover for it, and he was like, "I don't oh, really want." You did that? I yeah, didn't know yeah. that. That's really cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. good job. Thank you. You did the tie dye. Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I, did, I didn't physically make a tie dye. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, uh, he, he was saying like, "Oh, I don't, I don't know if I want to do any material from that special because it's," and. I just sort of like cut through and I was like, no, look at who's he, like, I pointed to this, this lady and I was like, she doesn't know who you are. <laughs> like, like, and, yeah. and, and, but, but you like, just give them the best that you have. You know what I mean? Like, like at least at this level, like don't, why are we holding ourselves to like Jerry Seinfeld standards? Like, like nobody, like. I've heard your special because I like you and we're friends and I did the album cover for it. But but when at this show, like, let's give the audience the best we can give them, you know, um, and and yeah, and, and be, be like moral comedy purists at mics, you know. Yeah, I think there's like yeah, you, every show you just got to come out swinging with your greatest hits, and like yeah. if you're risky, throw something in that's like new or whatever. But like. We owe it to them. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I mean, there's nothing worse. Even a like open mic, sometimes you sit through just like a five minute set that's like going not the best and it's hard to sit through. And I yeah. can't imagine being an audience that comes out to a show and you go to a comedy show like twice yeah. in a summer or something and you yeah. go there and the comedian, one of the comedians just is like, 
falling flat the whole time. You yeah. know, it's just like, ugh, I don't know. Yeah. Lee's pretty good about bringing her A game. You got some greatest hits. You you I, you snap into it. Yeah. I don't think I don't think you um I don't think you have very much I haven't seen you have very much reservation about doing older material at even mics. Like you you stick with your material and you like work it and work it and work it. I don't do my like there are materials I'm like okay. I don't need to work them out at mics anymore. Right. But for different audiences they would have different reactions. So sometimes they bomb. I'm like, okay, why do they bomb? Like, why those audiences, they don't like the joke? How do I, like, add a little bit things here and there to bring them back to me? Like, wh- I don't understand. Like, I, I get it. Like, the people say, like, oh, I see this comedian. He never uh, does the same thing ever again. It's like, that doesn't mean anything. Like, Jerry Seinfeld was working on the same bit for two years, I love Dan Soder. In his newest special, there's a joke I heard from another, like, his TV appearance from 10 years ago. Yeah. It's the same premise. It's the same topic. But he kept working on it. And now, almost every word in that joke is funny as fuck. Yeah. So it's like... Nobody's that good. Like, oh, this joke is done after two mics or two shows. It's like, oh, I gotta move on to new material. I'm tired of all my old materials. Like, I get it, but you think you're some kind of prodigy? You think you're some kind of genius, comedy genius? There's no such thing. It's like this shiny ego. I don't fuck with. I think like, like yeah, writing writing new materials, but also, I think part of a writing jokes is rewrite it and re-edit it because the goal is not like oh i got one laugh is mm-hmm. how do i make every word funny in this whole joke mm-hmm. that's i in my personal opinion i think that's the goal yeah burnishing and polishing yeah like billy like some people who's more tangible to us billy Purcell. yeah i met him like august 2019, there were some jokes he was working on. And then there was a mic he would go to every day, and I went to that mic every day. And every day he would work on the same joke. But every, same as now, every day you can hear his changing up the joke a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it's getting funnier and funnier. Just so awesome to watch that process. Yeah. And there were other people like, okay, this joke doesn't work. I got to get rid of it because I'm so much funnier than that. It's like fucking stupid shit. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I feel like there is there's like a pervasive thing where like comics will, they'll try a joke once mm-hmm. and it doesn't go well. And they're like, all right, fuck that joke. And, and like, like, like my, my, that my bit that I have about Blue Jays mm-hmm. about, how like eagles are so like majestic and they just catch the wind and they flutter and like there's their flight is effortless but blue jays are like fucking struggling to stay in the air <laughs> like 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 i i was so convinced that was funny i i did that joke for the first time maybe like 6 months ago and it bombed and i didn't didn't do it for a while and now it's like one of my best bits cuz i i just decided i was just like no like there's i'm just not framing it right and i stuck with it and and did 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 what you're talking there about. There you go. That's why I think you're gonna be famous. Like you're you're <laughs> like <laughs> Bro, this there's too much um 
compliments. Too much compliments toward me on this podcast. No, you're just really good at bird watching. That's it's, that's how you're gonna make it. You like, know, that's true. I'm really aware of animals. Because I I also heard uh, I listened to your po- your episode on this. You your did? episodes on this. <laughs> yeah, both. And uh, it's like number three, baby. A lot of your comedy, quote unquote, philosophy is right. You think so? Yeah, like you love yourself, but you don't take yourself too seriously. I definitely and love like myself. and you work I'm working on that. And, I work hard, yeah. Yeah. And you don't have a shiny ego and you're like, here are my hot tanks. Oh my God, everybody listen to me. Like, you don't have that. That's why I like you so much. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, well, well I, I, that, was, I, that was a bit, I was like, I did like maybe once at Wobbly Ladder ages ago. It was just how I'm so, I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> I just spent like two minutes like just like, isn't it just fucking sick? Just, just. Goddamn sick to their stomach, fucking nauseous, just sick of hot takes. And like, <laughs> and like I really dragged out how like like the nauseating. Like I just hate fucking hot takes. I, like it, mm-hmm. like like just this ugh, this constant like ironic like smug flow of just fucking like like I know better is like yeah. And it's all it's like all it's like all Twitter is. It's it's like 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 Twitter is so. F- like like I, I go but on you're Twitter. on Twitter too. I know he's. I, I know, he doesn't. I'm a, I'm a he moron. doesn't. He he truly does not ride the Twitter wave. Like yeah. <laughs> I'm not like, even on Twitter. Like there there's two there's there's like there's like a couple types of Twitter users. Okay? I don't care. The thing is is there's trends and there's like Twitter memes and everyone does a hot take off whatever meme. So right yeah. now there's a meme that's like say what you want about the Midwest, but here's what nine hundred dollars gets you in Kansas City and it's like a photo of like a Kansas City apartment. It's pretty big. Yeah. But people have been switching out the photo with like weird famous photos and stuff and it's pictures just like, of the White House and stuff. Yeah, and it's it's just like a dumb Twitter meme, but everyone does their own take on. It. Yeah, it's, Sasha, this, it's is, the fast consumerism stuff. It's it's, it's yeah. like literally it's like it's like hyper it's like hyper consumptive like tweeting where you're you're taking the information yeah. of all the news and all the memes that day. Yeah, and you want to craft them into a tweet. Yeah, then there's some be like Sasha is more <laughs> like I made like poo poo in my pants in the train. <laughs> it's more like the yeah, it's like it's, random shit posting. It's Sasha. Yeah. It's not like there's yeah. and there's a lot of people like that, but there's some people who straight up have no idea how to use Twitter and to get people to like their tweets or like make a tweet that other people will like because they're just like, there are people who will like write out like a full scripted, like one liner joke. And you're like, why are you here? Like, do, yeah. you, do you just, ne- have you never like looked at anyone else on this app? And yeah. Saw what they're tweeting? I think I don't see any, anything wrong about it, even though I'm not on Twitter, but it's like, why do, if you're not making money out of Twitter, why do you care if, if anybody likes you, if anybody likes what you say? Cause why would people ever expect other people like, like to give them thousands of likes for what they say? It's like, it's like it's they're like, not. It's like hunting jokes for likes. They're it's not like, Malcolm yeah. X. People don't like. You are not giving people inspirations. You are not starting revolutions. Why would you expect people to give you thousands of likes for what you say? That's delusional. That's some. Um, I'm such a unicorn shit. You know. It's like for the most part, like <sighs> most people use twitter as like a game as an like, ego yeah. it's like booster. A, it's like a diary plus a game where it's like why it's don't like, they journal i i i, I just nobody I, writes I, in a fucking book anymore yeah. they just <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just i just hate like i hate like the the like like political smugness 
Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, like, I, obviously I can't think of any fucking examples right now, but, but just like, just like presuming that you know best and, and like saying something unnuanced, but sassy. And, yeah. And, and, and like, and it's just like, like, I don't know. I just fucking hate it. I just, I just hate the way that people approach each other on Twitter. It's, it's, it's like, it's like so dehumanizing and so about like, like you're saying, like the game and, and like, it's a comp. It's always a comp. It's always like a ratio competition. It's like, yeah. how can I respond to this person's tweet in a snarky way so that more people will be on my side than their side? Right. Like it's it, 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 it's the snarky. It, that's stupid. Like like, like, like no bad. no no one is there just from the fucking heart. You know what I mean? <laughs> like like no one is there because they love being there. Everybody's yeah. there with this like with this like uh intense to to dominate and it's it's just ah. I fucking hate it, and I don't even know why we're talking about it. Why was I talking about it? We're talking about hot takes, and one oh, of the oh, one oh, of the oh, hot, hot takes, hot yeah. takes. I'm sick of. I think it should be a comedy crime now to get on stage and say I'm fully vaccinated. Who's vaccinated? Oh, you know what I'm I, so yeah. sick of that. You know what else is a crime? What? Anybody on the apps? Anybody on the apps? Oh, yeah. no, I, it's like, come I, on. It's like, oh my God, shut the fuck up. Just go into your jokes. Yes, everybody's on them. Like, if you're not in a relationship, you probably. It's like, I've, I've done both of those things. <laughs> I did both of those things in my set. Have you grew at, out of it? You? No, I think it's funny. I, I, I think it's funny to like, to like, uh, like, like, because, because, like, because audiences, like real audiences, don't really know that it's like a, a thing. But and th- but then comics, if you like, really lean into it and like like anybody on the apps, you know, and like do it with like a voice, like everybody knows that you know what you're but doing. That's not what we're talking about. I, I earnestly like we're it, talking. You, 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 you just you just time. you don't like it. It's you don't the, like it. Just those words. It's, you don't no, write it's the words. people who actually will be would respect a reaction of yes or no from the crowd when they ask those questions, like. Right. Yeah, go into like, your jokes. Well, like, I one time I seriously were at an open mic pre quarantine, and this girl, like, she asked, she gets on stage, she's talking, she goes, "Who's on social media?" and waited yeah. for someone to say, "Yeah," because yeah. like, you so you just wasted like eight seconds and added yeah. like a bunch of awkward silence for yeah. all of us. Like, yeah, uh, just just if you're gonna do your hot take. Don't quiz us. Don't <laughs> expect a reaction. Who's on this? Who's on this? No, just no. Do it's it. Just, it's a stupid question. I'm, I'm, yeah. Like, like, I mean, when I, when I, when I do it, I'm not doing it with the intent of like gathering information. I'm doing it with the intent of just like, of just like getting, you know, woo, just like, <laughs> like, 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 woo. It's a big part of like me being on stage. Is like me getting like, like, because me getting like call and response is really fun for me. Like, like, I'm not doing it for the like to to find out. I'm doing it because it's fun to be like but, anybody on the apps, and everybody goes like, woo, and you're like, I know you are. Here's a bit about it. You know, it's, like it's just. I think, but the thing is, I think with that question, I think it can be replaced by like an exclamation of some sort. Be like, you yeah. know me. I be dating though. I'm on those apps or some like. Can I get a yeah. swipe? And then I, I don't know. Like you can do a co- like because there's a better. Can I, can I get a swipe? <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna do that in the next okay, podcast. Take that one. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I think there's like a it's it the pro like in our in our modern society you can't get around dating app jokes and premises in yeah. a lot of times. 
but they're the the way you present them to the audience can be so overdone not you specifically but like comedians in general yeah and same thing with like the vaccination like i feel like it i'm really glad that we were not doing outdoor comedy at the peak of tiger king pandemic oh because it would have been exhausting because honestly no one's vaccination joke has blown me away. Yeah. No, none of them have been memorable. Honestly, if the news is big enough, it doesn't matter. Like you know, yeah, a certain yeah. Way. What once the news, yeah, like 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 there's this peak saturation point of everybody knowing about it and everybody being familiar with it. Like like if you're doing kind of topical comedy, it like it's sort of it has to be that sort of weird mid-level range where like some people have heard about it but some people are hearing about it for the first time right. like oh did you hear about the the uh, f1 world cup did you hear about the winner or something like that yeah. like it's like a, a specific niche of news that's current but not yeah. like a global like pandemic is like so <laughs> imagine getting on stage be like so who fucking wore a mask last year yeah right, right. <laughs> and it's just like oh like i understand why this Donald Trump got elected before my time in comedy by yeah. about two years. But like comedians who were doing it during that time, they're like, that was the nightmare because yeah, it was just I this bad peak saturation of Donald Trump news. And no one had a take that was even remotely funny, given yeah. how serious it was. And it was just like, why are we wasting time doing this? Yeah. And I get that. Yeah. The thing is, The Daily Show has had all the best Trump jokes. <laughs> and the thing right, is, yeah. nobody can ever be a little like any. No, I don't. I've never heard one Trump jokes that can be even close as good as those Daily Show Trump jokes. Then just like shut up, mm-hmm. just hot takes. And the thing is, I heard somebody was talking about this. It's just like. Besides all the made like trendy topics that's going on, there's so many other things in this world you can talk about. Yeah. Why do you have to focus on those topics? Yeah. Everybody else is doing it. Like, don't you have something in your own perspective, in your own life, you can talk about? If not, you should not be a comedian. Yeah, well, it, it's it's tied in with that with this same impulse to like to dominate and be the first and be the like like have have. Like, like, I, I think you touched on it a little bit earlier of like, like, telling jokes not for the sake of getting a laugh, but for the sake of demonstrating that you have, like, an original idea about something. You know what I mean? Like, 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 people do jokes about Trump that aren't funny, but they're like correct. You know what I mean? Like, 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 yeah, like, 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 like they, they call they, that they, like the take is correct. Like, like the the right about Trump. But it's like, but there's nothing fucking there. And it, there's it, nothing it, new. It, it, it's it's to, it's to. I think Norm Macdonald once said of uh, uh, Bill Maher that like that like Bill Maher like his whole thing is like being smarter than everybody else. Right, right. And it's like nothing. <laughs> Norm Macdonald said it was like nothing. Nothing a guy hates more than a guy who's smarter than him. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> like, 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 this isn't fun. This is just like, and, and I think it, I think it comes from you know people see George Carlin or or like at his peak Louis C.K. They, they see people who do jokes that are like sort of scolding and like political, and they they think that like stand up is to like scold an audience. And, right, and, right, and ver- demonstrate a a a degree of of uh, p- 
political awareness and like intelligence that is that is above average and, right. and higher than the audience and it's like that's not fun like though. and the thing you're also like I, I read a lot about this when i first started is you want to avoid like clapter where the punchline of a joke is not yeah. laughing it's people <laughs> clapping in agreement yeah it's like it's like getting on stage and being like can you believe who's in office now a fucking cheeto and everyone's like Woo! Yeah, he's a cheeto. Like yeah. it's just not it's not good. And I, th- I think if you get on stage with that and open, like I don't think it's for despite the topic. I'm not like I'm not talking about topic, but if you gotta clap right away, then you have audience paying attention to you right away. But there's a lot in like like what Sasha's saying is people making people would make jokes that show I'm so smart, I have the correct take, I'm smarter than everybody here. And that's what they're going for. They're going for the clap of agreement and not necessarily like a true punchline. It's like a pandering type of comedy. You're saying what you said might be right, but it's not funny. Yeah, yeah. right. And like, like that, that's something I, that I've, I've like really learned over the past year. I, I uh, like, I, I think, I, I mean, it was something that, that was percolating for a long time and it's something that I've always been aware of, but it, like a, f- a few different influences kind of coalesced at the same time. One being Rory Scovel, one being David Dobbins, and 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 then also just being on stage and seeing what worked. Like realizing that like I am not like 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 I'm here to be silly. You know what I mean? Like, like I'm here to like the the goal is to goof around and make people like that's that's the primary goal above everything in stand-up is to make some make people giggle you know and 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 be funny and squeeze you know squeeze your little titties and yeah do do a little dance you know (laughs) i mean like that that's that's the primary thing and then and then the richness comes in if you can imbue some some thing that you actually care about in it but and i'd say like a, a a good amount of people at our level especially, can only go for silly. Because we don't have, like, it's almost like a lot of people aren't skilled enough to deliver a real point. I don't go for silly. I know, but you're, like, an exception. Like, I think you come with good perspective in your comedy. Like, you're... But wait, wait, you do go for silly, though. I mean... I have have a few jokes, like, my belly button, my uh, octopus, and my big paw makes spaghetti. Yeah, But, 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 but I think, I think a lot of the time, like, like, I think that the the source of the laugh when i'm watching you is, is is like silliness and the way that you like when you get like sputtering mad it's funny you know what i mean when when you're like stuttering and like you just fucking can't hold it in like like that that is silly you know what i mean like it, it, i mean yeah it's just it's funny like the 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 joke about capitalism is like you're making a very real point about how people misperceive themselves as like wealthy capitalists and you just scream wake up sheep at the end and it's yeah. like <laughs> the punchline is you just yelling wake up sheep angry yeah. and it's like that's it's silly that you're doing that and that gets a laugh because it's silly but the whole thing has like a point it has like a real message behind the joke you know thank you yeah capitalism <laughs> is bad and uh, I think, um, like, I don't know, I was talking to Sharia about, like, my jokes. I was like, I feel like I don't, like, have perspective. And she was like, well, I mean, like, like Rat Fuck Alley is a political joke in a way. I'm like, 
Yeah. Yeah. It, it, the joke, the, the message behind it is gentrification exists, basically. Yeah. That's it. It's not that deep, though. Like, yeah. I don't come out with, um, I don't come out with, like, any strong takes yeah. on, like, real things. Yeah. You know, except for, like, that, like, you shouldn't say bless you. <laughs> That's a new one. Um, <laughs> Are you even doing that on stage? Yeah. It, it works sometimes. I think it's, I th- it's a little rude. It, Why it, you don't say thank you? But to that's people. what's fun about, especially with the joke, is when I say it because it's like I the last time I did, I got a good laugh because I was like, yeah, like um, I don't think you should say bless you to people when they sneeze because it's a normal bodily function. You don't acknowledge it when people like fart or whatever. Like, yeah, and I don't. Think oh, I do, do that. Uh, whatever, but Dude, I, I get I get fireworks <laughs> going. I fucking put on some music and break And I was like, yeah, yeah. I don't think we should acknowledge. You shouldn't say bless you to people because it's like kind of disruptive. Kind of points the attention on them for something that's normal. To this point, saying bless to you people is almost like when you hold a door for people behind you. It's the it basically is the same thing. I don't think so. And no, but yeah. So. so I make this point about this, and then I say, and you, it's like worse. Is like if someone says bless you to me. I don't say thank you because <laughs> you should be the change you want to see in the world. Right. And that gets like a good laugh. Cause it's also like, I think there's, it's like, it's very true. And it's also like, I feel like it's in counter to what people perceive me as when I'm on stage. Like, Oh, he seems like nice and friendly or whatever. It's yeah. like a mean thing, but be the change you want to see in the world. It's kind of like a flip flop in the energy, but it's like true. Yeah. But I still say bless you to, to you. Even though I know you hate it, even though I know you won't say it back, but I'm like, I don't, yeah, I'm like, I'm not changing who I am because you are a shitty person. <laughs> You're not a shitty person. But. What, well, another thing, I mean, like, like, if we can just completely ignore this question, if if it was completely covered on the last podcast she was on, but like, if there was no, you had no scene growing up, it wasn't big in china growing up like how did you come to comedy how how, how did you discover that like 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 what was your first do you do you remember the first time you saw stand-up yeah uh i think the first time i saw stand-up i didn't know it was stand-up i went on a cruise ship with my mm. mom and they have a comedian performing i was like this is really funny i didn't know what it is <laughs> and um well something about the way that you said that i i really connected with the, 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 the way yeah the, like the when you're a child and you're seeing stand up for the first time I was time. not a child it was oh, like how old are you she was 32 20, it was <laughs> 2016 <laughs> I think yeah it was like ago. so you were like was teenager the, no oh no I'm well I think I'm much it younger was 2016 in my head. Whoa, wow. <laughs> it was like okay so like 21 so on that crew like that crew it was like uh, I went back to China, last what, last time I went back to China was 2015 summer, and then there's something happening in my family and it made me really really depressed and re- really just lured out, lured out a lot of like issues. Yeah, and I was like cutting myself and I was committing suicide. I committed suicide twice and I was hospitalized. And then my mom came over to visit me and she didn't know know that. So during the winter we went on the. the, the this you were in. So I got lost track. You were in America at this time. Yeah, I was at Purdue. Yeah, okay. it was twenty. And then my mom didn't know any of that. We went on carnival cruise, and then I was like on my medicine, and uh, I was like popping pills in front of my mom. She knows I, I have depression because she found my bottles and she looked up the English words. Yeah, and um, and she knew what fi- like she didn't know like what actually happened. She only knew like this is the result. 
And then, and then uh, we're on this cruise, and then one day they would have a lot of events on the yeah. cruise, and we just saw this dude, and it was I never like for a long time, I never felt like oh my soul felt so light. Yeah, but yeah. I didn't know that was stand up. I didn't even know what it is stand up. I didn't yeah. know the existence of it. And then, uh, I don't know if you heard this joke of mine. Like I was like. Who told you that you're special? I, I I've heard it referenced. I don't think I've actually ever heard you do it. Okay, so basically, I um I briefly was really good friends with a girl uh, at Purdue, and she was like, "Oh, like I think I'm so special, like all that shit." Wow, wait. Okay, because you do that voice a lot. <laughs> she no, does do that voice a that's lot. That's not her voice, though. No, I, I know, but, but 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 like that that archetype that like caricature of a human being that you do a lot i'm always like who the fuck like who like, i've never met a person who sounds like that but it's that's it's this lady it's it's, it's, no, it's, it's, it's like one it's, lady it's, that, it's that, w girls w girls mm -hmm. <laughs> what is it <laughs> it's white oh, girls oh, 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 it's oh, annoying oh, white oh, girls oh, oh, i love i i love a lot of white girls but a lot of white girls and you get carrots cr crackers <laughs> no, but she's not white. She's not white. She's she uh, looks super white. She talks super white. Like if you just look at her and you like you wouldn't know she's not a white girl, but she's Mexican. Okay. And uh we wouldn't make fun of white girls, <laughs> the, but the, the old bait and switch. <laughs> but now I were like I'm thinking about like she is like she was like, I'm smoking weed with cops. I'm like, if you're smoking weed with cops, guess what? But anyway, uh, <laughs> guess what? What? But anyway, uh, there was like she was watching uh, Eliza Schlesinger, Schlesinger, that girl, and like, um, and one day in her apart in her apartment, and we're watching her special, and my friend was like lying on the couch, and have you heard of Eliza's comedy? I've heard a little bit, yeah. Yeah, so it was like how like. Women, equality, like, but now she does. It's like it's like what your comedy is actually saying, like feminism. But she says something like boys, fuck boys. And um, I remember my friend sitting on the couch, like, <laughs> like lying on the couch, giggle, like, <laughs> so true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck boys. And then there was uh one like a few days after one night like she had a small party at her apartment. Men are trash. <laughs> I've never watched a special and been like so true under yeah. my breath. Uh, <laughs> no, no, she like, know. What she started with a giggle like <laughs> so true. <laughs> what an unbelievably revolting impulse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, 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 that that like like that first that you would like let that that feeling fill you up and then you would let it come out into the real world to push it down. Just like you're alone on the couch too. Yeah, and <laughs> I hope my roommate hears this. Yeah. <laughs> so true. Yeah, and uh, we we were like sitting on her front porch with other few other friends. There was a tree in front of her porch. Not house, I was saying horse. <laughs> but we're a little high. We we had a couple of drinks and she, like we're all talking. And she stopped talking. We thought just like yeah, you're high and drunk. Like you're in your own world. And then probably three to five minutes later, she turned around and looked at us like I was looking at the tree and it had some deep thinking. I'm oh, like, if man. you call it deep thinking, it's not deep thinking. Okay, what the fuck you're talking about? Yeah. And she's like. I'm thinking about dropping out of school and start to do stand-up comedy. 
And then moving forward, like mm. some other, because she's like, she's like, she's like, she would say things like, I don't know if I want to hang with this girl because she's not a feminist. That's not how she talks, but basically, if like her, her, she fits that voice. And um, she would like, she would try to get, in order to get a, another boy's attention, she would accuse, she would lie to boy A that boy B raped her. But it was all consensual. Ooh. She was trying to make boy A jealous, and boy B is just like, um, no, it wait, was... jealous of rape? No, jealous <laughs> of her hanging out with another boy. But she doesn't want boy A to feel like she. Oh, she, like 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 she was she sleeping gave, with him. Yeah, she wants him to think. But if somebody ta- if I was if I was interested in a girl and she was like, if like like. And at the and, same and time, she was this like, girl... "Hey, Maxim raped me." Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be like, "Oh, damn!" Like, oh, fuck, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be like, "Yo, let's like go beat the fuck out of Maxim. <laughs> let's go yeah. ruin his face and blind him." And then later on, boy A found out. Oh, boy B didn't rape her. It... <laughs> They it, they were having feelings for each other while boy A was back home during Christmas. Yeah, and then boy A called her a liar. She ran back to her apartment and lied, like you got me a liar. <laughs> but anyway, the, the, the point being that this yeah, what is, is the point, Lee? The, 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 the point <laughs> is that this is somebody who is okay with use with 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 lying. Yeah. about rape casually. She would do a lot of things, <laughs> which just is for which attention. is a pretty wretched thing to do. Yeah. And then um, after a while, I stopped hanging out with her. I'm like, I'm like, fuck her. Like, I really liked you because you were listening to me. And um, I, I felt like I could tell you anything. But you're a fucking shitty person. And I don't need to deal with this. And she would like randomly say racist stuff. I'm like, oh, she doesn't really mean it. But like, I'm like, I knew all the things right. Like all the all the time. But I just let it fly because I really like her mm-hmm. and because uh, I was at a lonely sounds, point sounds like I was at a lonely point and uh, I needed new friends because all my friends like they graduated and uh, blah 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 and then but she introduced me to stand up comedy okay <laughs> my god whoa and then I started to watch stand up by myself and over the time I'm like I really liked Chris D'Elia oh, and yeah, Dan yeah, Soder yeah. I still love Dan Soder yeah and I started to watch more, and I started to watch comedians in cars getting coffee. I'm like, yeah. I like everything. I like and I believe everything they're talking about. Yeah. And uh, never in my life ever before I felt like, oh, I never felt st- so strongly about something I'm like, oh, I think I can pursue this and probably actually Achieve won't it. suck at it. Yeah. And uh, I would do a lot of things just for this, even though I never did a. I never, yeah, I never basically touched stand-up comedy before. And yeah. in Indiana, there was a place called um, South Bend, where Pete Buttigieg is from. Okay. And uh, they have a... Mayor Pete. Yeah, close, they have the closest comedy comedy club to me, and it's like two hours drive from Purdue. And every Tuesday, I would drive there after class. Wow. And just to watch their open mics. To watch the open mics? I didn't know. You just I, watched you, the open you mics? You didn't know they weren't shows or... I didn't know. I, I wouldn't like... I want to say like, what are people doing? I'm like, oh, this is what it's like. And I'm like, I'm moving to New York. Yeah. That's basically it. Wow. 
And then she crafted a Trump impression. <laughs> and then our story begins, baby. Yeah. Now I wa- even after <laughs> I moved to New York City, every night, first half, first two weeks, I was uh, just going to shows to watch a lot, like two, two shows a night, just to say like, to just to have a basic idea of it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, well, uh, I can tell who are good and who are not good and who got laughs, but they're not good for why. And then I'm like, okay, I think I'm ready. Do, do, do you remember at all? Do you remember anything about this that set on the cruise ship? Because no, that, that that's always really in, like 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 the like the the first time I remember seeing stand up mm-hmm. was uh, Mitch Hedberg. My my dad showed me uh, me and my brother. He showed he showed us a clip. We were eating sitting at the coffee table eating dinner, which we weren't allowed to do, but my mom wasn't home, so whatever. <laughs> and. Uh, and he showed us a, a clip of Mitch Hedberg at the Just for Laughs, the Montreal Comedy Festival. And he he came out and he started talking. And I remember, like, like I didn't like it at first. I was like, what the fuck is, like, he's not going to, like, juggle or, like, <laughs> like sing. Like, Yo, where's the sword he's going to swallow? Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 he has like, juggling balls. There's no guitar. There's no backtrack like he's just gonna talk like no unicycle come on exactly (laughs) like like like, i was so baffled by the idea that you could just go out and just be on stage and so i was like what the fuck is and then he told he has this one joke the the one that won me over he goes uh he goes just suddenly angry just loud as but he goes I think Bigfoot is blurry. <laughs> it's not the photographer's fault. <laughs> and then it like clicked and I was like, oh, okay, like, you know, this is this like I, I understood what he was doing. But 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 th- there's this there's this like standing on the cliff edge where like you're seeing something and it and it feels good and you're laughing, but you don't have you don't you're not picking up any of the cues. Like like, like you don't understand the form of the thing. And so, so like, I'm always really interested in in in, in like comics, like their mm. first moment of coming to stand up, because it's like it, it's it's like this, the last moment where you had any pretensions about what stand up should be. It's just it's just you watching another person, and they're making you laugh. Like it, like yeah. it's the the raw like what stand up actually is at, at its fucking core. And I, I think that's that's crazy. Like for us as comedians. When you start actually doing stand-up, I think it gets so inside baseball so quickly that, like, you forget the wonder that, like, audiences just have when they come into a random comedy show. And they're like, wow. Like, I remember going to comedy shows before I did comedy, (laughs) laughing at, like, three out of five people and being like, oh, that last person, I didn't didn't really like their stuff, but I couldn't explain fully why. Other than maybe, like, oh, the material wasn't original or it just wasn't as funny as the other ones. But... Now it's like it's like obsessive. It's like yeah. you you watch someone on stage and you can see all of what they're doing as opposed to just being someone who is like, "Ooh, nice." Yeah. Jokes. Well, it, 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 and and it's it's a little bit like like how people talk about um like when they have kids and then they kind of see the world through the eyes of their children. Mm. They get to re-experience. I was talking to my therapist about this and and about my my anxiety and depression and whatever and and uh and about how there are times where you just feel empty and you know whatever and and she was talking about how how 
having a relationship with your child, but like, like you sort of get to live vicariously through them. You get to feel all those things that you wish you'd felt as a kid and mm-hmm. stuff. And sometimes like, like when, when I become sort of disillusioned with stand up, it's because I'm so entrenched in this community of people who all com- like, like nobody is like, confused by what's going on right right (laughs) like like everybody everybody is is understands the dynamics so well that there's sort of like there isn't that spontaneous crazy spark where you're like holy fuck they're just gonna get up and talk it's like yeah Yeah. i'm about to get up and talk Mm. everybody's getting up and talking and but then when you perform for an audience like like that was why i loved who hurt performing at who hurt you so much is because it's these people who don't go to see stand-up and i'm seeing I, I, I'm reliving that first moment of seeing Mitch Hegberg, that first moment of you seeing this guy at the cruise ship. Again, it, it, it's like, like, holy fuck, yeah, that, like, I'm doing this really intense, remarkable thing that, that people rarely interact with. And, and it's so exciting to see your material through an audience's eyes and s- realize that, like, you know, however deep in it I am, however deep in it everybody else in the comedy community is, there's, like these these waiting excited people out there who have who are like completely uninitiated and and you are maybe their first experience with it and and that's so thrilling to like recapture that spark of like it's just me and a person in the crowd and I'm talking right to them and that's all this is that's really all stand up is is just you talking you know yeah yeah um and and it's it's you know and and we add all these things about about rule rules of three and writing jokes and 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 you know misdirection you know like all the all these terms and stuff but but like the excitement at the core is being on a cruise ship and being depressed and you know sick of being around your family or whatever and suddenly this guy is just saying a bunch of shit and you're you're like what the fuck is this and you're just laughing and you don't know why imagine using like, all of that like disney castle magic and you go up there and you're like anyway i hate my wife yeah <laughs> you're like yeah. whoa he's going to get up here and talk and we're all going to laugh and then he he no oh, he but just the hates thing is wife. people yeah. talk people who talk like that they won't go very far not they, anymore they, it, it's like old school they yeah. won't even go further than a shitty open mic they won't even make it to a supportive good open mic yeah so yeah bli do you find yourself um do you find yourself disillusioned with anything that you initially liked about stand-up now that you're in it what does the word disillusion mean like so we were talking about like the magic of like seeing comedy for the first time you were like oh i just felt so light and free and happy I didn't say free uh, what, Whatever. Whatever you said about the you, cruise ship. You, you said it made you feel really light in your heart. Yeah. yeah. That's what I said. Yeah, in your whatever. Marrow. I don't. In your cora. I don't. I don't record. Your corazón. <laughs> I don't record words. I get the vibe, though. But, yeah. like, once you started stand up, did that, did that ruin it for you? Was there anything that was, like, ruined for you about uh, comedy? To be honest, I never realized that was my first time being exposed to stem comedy until just now. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, I was not expecting this, this many shitty people (laughs) 
in comedy. <laughs> then, but recently, I realized, oh, at the end of the day, yes, we are we are going after the same dream, but it doesn't mean like we're still like at the end of the day, we're still people, and people are composed by a lot of different personalities and qualities, and a lot of them are just shitty. Just shitty people also are into comedy. At the same time, so I'm like, oh, so I don't know. It didn't. I don't know. For a while, I'm like, why there are so many shitty? Not so many. Why there are shitty people in comedy? Are we supposed to be all good and fun? And recently, I'm like, no. Taking comedy away, if we take comedy away from everybody, at the end of the day, we're still just who we are. And some people, they're just shitty people with or without comedy. Yeah, true. true I guess facts, I was. Queen. I guess I was also surprised by the people and some yeah. of the behavior. Yeah. I, that's something that was surprising because yeah. I, I don't know. I think part of like stand up also has no barrier to entry. You decide yeah. you want to do stand up yeah. and you go to an open mic and then if you go enough, you're just there and people know you. It's, yeah, it's well, not like a weeding out process of like I don't know. So it's it's interesting. There's no standardized test for. To entry this, to enter this game, right? <laughs> and it's like even like because I started co- comedy after college during my first job, and like during college, I knew mostly like really great people at my job. I knew very genuine people and everything. And I started comedy, and I was like, "Ew, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where do these people come from?" Yeah, yeah, I, I uh, yeah. Th- there's so much like. Yeah, I mean, because there's there's truly no barrier to entry. Like, like it's you just show up, and so there's like, like you meet people who are like truly bonkers. Yeah, like people who are like who are like not in like in touch with reality. And you, you Can we started name names now? no, but you started during the pandemic. Yeah, when no, a, you started before the pandemic. I, I started before the pandemic, but but I started doing it seriously during the pandemic. Oh. And so, you know. y- y- like, the amount of crazies there are now is, like, 1% it's of the crazies. not cra- 1%. There were so many more. It was, like, every mic had a crazy yeah. person or two at them. Yeah. Like, it was... I saw a woman getting butt naked and just start to shake, every- shake her ass to everybody. Wow. Yeah. But uh, like like stripped all the way down yeah, to her yeah, like yeah. to her vagina. Yep. Yeah. You were you were there you were there too? I've seen her before, yeah. She just yeah. gets fully naked on stage. She's a she does porn. She's not a porn star, but she does porn. <laughs> That's so funny. I want to start doing that. No. It was <laughs> it's a like, classic bit. It's very disturbing. Yeah, I bet. And, and like she she made a song about like Epstein fucked me. I have a kid with it. even though it's off like yeah. clearly it's not real. It was like about the time when Epstein Dude, got arrested. Well, okay, can we change honestly? Can we ch- something something about we need to change the subject. That like made me feel sick to my stomach a little bit. Like like l- like the idea of that like kind of degree of not like like well actually I guess I haven't seen her. I don't know what she's like, but like I'm I'm picturing somebody who's like really just not like just such low self esteem and yeah. such like low mental health, just like just fucked up and like not aware of how they're coming there's, off. There's there's a lot of those like crazy people in the before times in comedy are just people who have a huge lack of self awareness yeah. who 
it who like being on stage and having attention. Yeah. yeah, like that woman, even uh, even inches finger, inches fingers, felt bad for her. Who? Inches fingers. Whoa! What is what that? Are you, what are you talking about? Yeah, who is that? Inches fingers. Uh huh. Inches. It's like a person's the name. Wait, no, it's not though. Oh, 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 yes, it is. It's a uh, okay. I get it. It's another bad person. It's the person who got COVID and still lied about it. Went around at open mics, oh, gave people COVID. Uh, right. Okay, but I don't know why the the think about the because Maxims that do not name names. Yeah. Oh wow, that's a pretty good. Uh, no, I didn't come up with that. Some people said that in word. the Facebook group. But yeah, like. It's there were some like where we used to go at Buka, there was a couple crazies. There, there was, was a person who pushed an open mic host down to the stairs of a subway station because the host banned him from a mic. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, dude, it's yeah. I, I mean there's just some like 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 yeah, you're just you're coming right up like like uh I did, I did a mic at uh at Broadway Comedy Club. And this woman got on at the end who was not a comic. Like, she was, like, she was, she was like, severely mentally ill. Like, like, like didn't really know where she was. And, like, was, like, you know, mm -hmm. super heavy set. And, uh, and got up and she was talking about how she's, like, she's a hooker. But she's not a, but she's not a prostitute. I don't know. It was just. It was just. And 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 she was ignore just ignoring the light. And she just did like fifteen minutes talking about like how like her grandmother is the only person in her life, and now she's dying, and she's gonna have nobody, and she's gonna be on the streets and shit. And it's just like, oh, holy fuck! Like, 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 it's like you you really deal with like uh like intense mental illness on like a close level. Because you have like because it's open because it's open yeah and there's no weeding out process and so so it's like people just go it it, it attracts it, I mean it's just like a way for somebody who has no voice in their life to like get things off their chest yeah you know and I and, think that's where some of like the the bad people in comedy come from as well not just not like crazies or like randos but like. The people who need attention from others, right. and they use it as like, "This is my time that you are paying attention to me." Yeah, I like, like I will say, like, like my my relationship to stand up is is like, I was only able to start doing it once I felt okay in my own life. Oh yeah, like, like, like my relationship to stand up is not like, oh, this is this is like you know like my self-worth is tied to these five minutes that i'm on stage it's like i need like like, like the only way i'm able to do stand up is if i'm okay with myself whether or not this five minutes goes well right like, right right like like, yep. like like this is like this isn't my therapy this isn't my only time where i can connect with other people like that's i make a point of sort of like off stage there's some comics who are like just always on yeah and that's not fun it's like you know what i mean it's it's like like it's not uh it's like they're purging something they, 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 it's it's more urgent than than a, a job it's yeah more urgent than a passion it's it's like 
you're you're curing something or you're shouting something down in yourself. Yeah. And I, and that relationship to it is so like I think antithetical to actually doing well. Yeah, I, I had someone like that. We talked about this like a few weeks ago. And I was like, oh, okay, I think one person. I, I met another person who's like that. And like they they came to our mic and it was just like, I was like, you don't have to do a bit with me right now. Like we're just hanging out in the backyard. Like you don't have to Who is fuck it? with me. I'm not going to name it. I'll tell you after. But okay. it's like you don't have to do a bit constantly. It's yeah. like do your bits on stage. If you got something funny off stage, like we're all funny off stage, whatever. But yeah. like, when I can tell that I'm not talking to you, I'm yeah. talking to like a pr- a planned joke. Yeah. Sometimes it's like, okay, like move that aside. Let's. You're just, just here. Be yourself. Like, yeah, yeah, just be yourself. Yeah. We went to a seminar before the pandemic. Do you remember the name of the comedian? Uh, Lisa Lampanelli. No, Liza Minnelli. One of the <laughs> I I don't know the the one of those names. Yeah, yeah, and she made a point. She's like, don't try to use comedy as your therapy if you like if on that day if you were going through something you went to a mic you do it it's fine but when like don't use comedy as your therapy in general deal with your life deal with your issues outside outside yeah. of comedy that's how you can actually focus on comedy do not use this as your like what is called mechanism no Cope, coping mechanism, coping mechanism yeah. of your real life because at the at the end of the day the real problems in your life they're still there they're not going anywhere yeah, the, yeah. The, that that whole thing about like oh you need to be like, tortured to be funny you need to be tortured to do stand-up it's it's like i'm way funnier when i'm happy i'm way <laughs> funnier when i'm when i'm healthy when i feel good about myself when i feel like i'm making progress in therapy it's like that 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 whole torture it's like uh, i think i I got no i got no patience torturing thing is just like if some people can get out if some people can grow out of it it gives you perspectives and it builds characters yeah but it doesn't necessarily make your comedy itself that much better yeah i think like you know um i mean i i haven't i haven't I was thinking about doing it on on Who Hurt You because uh, we didn't say up top. The, the, I mean, I think it's a the, the format of her, Who Hurt You is brilliant. I think that's so such a f- fun and cool idea where where you the comics they get up and they do ten minutes of their material and then they do five minutes just venting about whatever they want to vent about. And it doesn't have to be funny. And um, like it's I was like thinking, combination of show and open mics. Yeah, I, I, I was thinking about doing. Some I haven't figured out how to like really I don't have enough distance from it yet to really turn it into like a strong bit or anything. But I was thinking about talking about my own uh, 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 experience with uh, suicidal ideations and stuff, and uh, and like there there I realized like like I don't want to I don't want to just dump it in everybody's lap. Like unless unless I have some, right. unless I have some point to make about it or some like light at the end of the tunnel t- <clears throat> tunnel to introduce i like com like comics joke about suicide all the time jock comics joke about rape all the time jock comics joke about you know just br- like brutal stuff like the i mean just the depths yeah. of 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 what you can go through as a person and uh 
And I think a lot of the time, like there's no, there's no insight. Like it's just like right. they just put something, they just put something just vile in your lap, and then you take it home with you. I, 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 at the peak of like my feeling really uh, upset and and kind of obsessive about my suicidal ideation and it is killing myself. I, I saw this one comic at uh, Mike at tiny cupboard and he did a bit. Uh, he did a bit about, about, uh, about killing. I, I, I don't want to, you know, uh, be graphic or whatever, but he, he did a bit about killing himself in a way that I was thinking about killing myself. Mm -hmm. And there was no levity to it. There was no like, Ooh, like like I like 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 you could tell he was still in the middle of struggling with it. Like the, like he hadn't passed, he hadn't gotten through to the other side yeah, where yeah. he he's not gonna do it, you know. And so it just made me feel sick. And I I I went home and I just the whole train ride home. I was like my the inside of my face was like buzzing. Like I felt horrible. And and I think the 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 what what I would want to bring to stage about that is is what I've realized since that experience and what I actually something I realized that night is that I, I and I, I mean everybody's experience with it is different but my experience like I realized that I realized that night because so, so, can I get into it a little I, I don't I don't know how much time we have yeah, 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 yeah. basically so so I was going home and I was like trying really hard to think about it I was listening to music and just you know just looking at apps and shit and just trying to push it out of my head and uh and and uh eventually I just I kind of said you know all right like like it was you know that the, a thou thousandth 2000th time I was pushing it out of my head trying to not think about killing myself and I was like alright fuck it like you want to think about it let's think about it mm -hmm. let's think about what it would actually be Yeah. and I thought about doing it and and I realized that like when I was imagining killing myself it was always like alright you know whatever I'll step in front of a train and then like there was always sort of like a follow up to like 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 after I step in front of the train, then you write the greatest indie album of all time. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. like, like, like there was this weird thing where it's where I realized like oh like I don't like I don't want to be dead. Yeah, yeah. Like 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 I don't like like the like I want to be free of this feeling. I'm I'm uncomfortable. Right, right. I'm frustrated. I'm upset. I'm I I'm anxious. I'm depressed. I have a bad feeling and. For some reason, in like just annihilating my body feels like it would free me of that feeling, but the, really the result would be I just wouldn't be around anymore. <laughs> yeah. And that's I don't want like like I I had I had this dream a while ago. I, I I don't know if you ever had a dream where where you wake up laughing. You know, like like I've I've had dreams where you you know wake up you know panting, sweating, scared, whatever. But I've started having dreams where I wake up laughing, and I had I had this dream where I was I was in my neighbor's apartment, alone, and I had a noose, and I was looking for something to tie the end of the noose to, and like her, she had really high ceilings, and I was like, I couldn't find like anything, and I was like, I was like getting tired in the dream. <laughs> I was like, where the fuck, like, 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 ugh, is it, this isn't even worth it? And and like like I like I woke up laughing because I was like, yeah, like like 
it's like I'm going to go through all this work of like going to the rope store, going to Home Depot <laughs> and like like getting something to kill myself with. And then what's the big payoff is that I'm dead. Fuck that. <laughs> like, I don't want to be nothing. Yeah. I just want to feel OK, you know, and and um, that's a lot to dump on an audience. Yeah. It, well, but 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 I, I think I think like. I think if I had tried to do a joke about wanting right. to kill myself before I'd come to that, right? Before I'd come to the realization that oh, like, like I understand what this thing is, mm. and when I'm when I'm feeling like that, when 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 it's when it's consuming and I'm really focused on it, there's it's not as terrifying as before when I didn't really understand it. Like now, I I kind of understand what the mechanism is. It's like I'm having some discomfort right now, and I want to escape it, and the way that I want to escape it is annihilating my annihilating myself. Annihilating. I don't know if I'm saying it like that. Annihilating myself. But but that's it's not a desire in the same way that sex is a desire or right. food or laughing with your friends or dancing. Like, like like those are things that like you innately want. I want to be here right now with you guys. I want to drink tea with Lee. You know like those are things that my body, my brain, everything every part of me wants. And this and and it's not it's it's an urge, but it's not a desire. You know what I mean? No, yeah. I think I think with a lot of feelings like that, um, like especially bring them to the stage and like putting them out into the real world. Like I always think about like there are things that happen and there are feelings that happen, and before they cool off, they're just like this molten like blob. And the yeah. truth is, you can go any direction with that like molten energy. Yeah, but the best thing to do is like analyze why all those directions within it exist and like what you actually want and then you take some time when it cools down when it cools down and you get away from it then you can be like oh all those like impulses in that don't matter what matters is like i got it to the outcome that's like okay and stable or whatever yeah but the thing is most people who most people who talk about things like that they're not making it funny. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's well, still comedy. It's like yes, there are a lot of topics. Some topics are really hard to get to the point you get laughs, but it's like there I believe there's still ways to make it funny and some comedians they they actually make suicide jokes funny. But the thing is most people we said open max talking about suicide is not funny. Like there's yeah. a I saw this girl, she was at an open mic. She was at the Tiny Cover open mic. She got on stage, she's like, I was hospitalized for five times. <laughs> That's it. There's nothing else followed up with. I'm mm-hmm. like, are we in a horse race now? <laughs> what are you saying? It's like, you think you're better because you hospitalized more than most of the people, I guess, like, Sorry, I lost to. It's more spitalized. <laughs> Did I say a horse? No, no, you said hospitalized. Ho- I just want to let you know it's a horse spitalized. I'm like, I guess I lost this race to you because it was only two times. I'm like, I don't. I'm like, what are you trying to say here? Where's the punchline? What's your yeah. premise? What's your perspective? You were just like, you just end the whole thing with like, hey, 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 like, fuck you. Well, well I, I think, I think, oh, like, there's two things happening there, and that's one is what we were just talking about. Is that like that that person doesn't doesn't have insight about what right. they're talking about like it's still a molten blob and they're dealing with it in front of you and that's not funny that's frightening it's yeah. frightening to see somebody who doesn't 
who hasn't dealt with it yet, who who doesn't have a perspective about it that's 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 thoughtful and and kind of more pulled back and detached. I mean, that, that's I, I I struggle with like like I, I I had a really hard time watching Bo Burnham's new special because so much of it is like happening as he's talking about it, you know, and and like it doesn't feel like he has. I, I think by the end, maybe he has some more insight, but like there are certain moments in that special that I just can't f- look at because it, 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 there's, it's, it, 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 it's just trapped in this molten state and in, in yeah. this raw molten state. I think it's partially that. And, and the first thing that I, that I ever realized about stand up, about live stand up, I was in Edinburgh and I went to this, this uh, comedy club they have there called Monkey Barrel, Monkey Barrel Comedy Club. And, uh, and I went, I saw a showcase, it was 10 kind of amateur comics doing five or 10 minutes, something like that, five minutes, I think. And then of like a veteran comic closing out the night with doing a 45 minute set. The first 10 people all bombed completely. And, but then the veteran killed. I mean, he was, yeah. I mean, and, 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 and like that, that whole thing of like that, that like, oh, like blaming the audience and like. And like not being able to like oh like like it's such a cold room like I can't like, like it doesn't matter who went before you or who's going after you you right. can generate and you can just generate the the fun and and what I noticed the the, the realization that I had was that there the material was not better he didn't have better jokes yeah it was completely it it, it the difference was that he was in control he understood he he had his hands firmly on the wheel of the car and he was taking care of us like as an audience member at a comedy show you want you want your responsibility to be to sit and make a noise you just want to enjoy like you know what i mean (laughs) 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 like you just want to sit and enjoy yourself right and and you don't want to have to guess the emotion you're supposed to bring. Yes. You just want to laugh. If someone is dealing with the heavy shit that's unprocessed on stage, you don't want to be there like, oh, do we feel bad for them? Do you we like the, check in? Or? You don't want to. Like those first 10 comics were making us take care of them. Yeah. They're, they're, they're getting up on stage and their body language, the way they're speaking, all of it, the, the, you know, whatever they're talking about, not important. The the meaning, like the actual meaning of what they're saying is please, like please, for God's sake, like make this go well. Please, 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 please <laughs> laugh. If you don't laugh, I'm going to feel so bad. Please, for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. A- and then that last guy got up and he was like, no, for you. This is for you guys. <laughs> like, like I'm, the, you're, you're, you're not at work. You're not taking care of your sibling you're not taking care like whatever your responsibilities are in your life it's not here right now i'm taking care of you and so when you feel like an audience like 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 a like the person on stage needs taken care of like that is the that is like the antithesis of comedy like 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 you want to feel like they they are are your parent almost you you want to feel i feel like that that as a filter eliminates so many comedians i see like how do you mean like if you if you were to put everyone through the filter of that like you the you are taking care of the audience they're not taking care of you yeah i think that's like 50 percent 
cut right there. Oh, maybe even more. Way much yeah. more than fifty percent. You, you, you mean like at our level, or, at our or level. you mean like like at our com- level comics who are big at our level? Yeah, yeah. I think it's a common mistake. It's interesting to think about. Yeah, Lee, do you have any closing thoughts on comedy? It's any already. This has been almost two hours. It, why don't Why don't you talk about what? He's, he's talked a lot. Yeah, I, 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 I've been... I don't know what is. I don't know, what am I supposed to say for this part? <laughs> <laughs> Just whatever you want. What's on your mind about comedy through talking about this today? Uh... I've been flapping my gums a lot. They're sick of me. They're sick of my dulcet no, 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 tones. You go first. I go first. Uh-huh. What am I closing? Th- I mean, uh, what 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 is your closing thought? My closing thought is uh, is just like be a big old pie. Be a big old pie. Be a big old chicken pot pie on stage. Be a juicy old chicken what pot does pie. That mean? Oh, you know what I mean, baby. I'm talking about that juicy chicken pot pie. I'm Have you had about a chicken that. pot pie? Have you had a chicken pot pie? No. Mm. Oh, you would love it. Let me tell you, Mama. It's it's hot. It's juicy. It's warm. It's sitting there. It's exciting. It's inviting. It's it's there for you. See what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know. I got nothing. What? What Sounds do you what like... do you what do you think about comedy? What do you stink? Uh. I don't know. What have you been thinking about this week about comedy? Uh, um, I've been thinking about rewriting some of my jokes, and I I told myself, "Oh, you do this this week," and I and I something I've been telling myself like, "You do it this week for many weeks." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What are you trying to rewrite, and why? My jokes because they're not good enough because I'm not happy with them. Which ones are you trying to rewrite? There are a lot. Which ones? Like What's going the, on? I like I have a li- I have a li- I literally have a list of it. I don't re- I don't have all of them in my mind. Like You're talking like the FBI is listening. Yeah, to like yeah. Don't like, be difficult. Participate. I'm not trying to be difficult. Like the lace top socks. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Like for the people at home, uh, what's I, the lace top socks joke? Um, like there was once I saw a grown ass woman. Not like super grown, like probably 22, 21. Grown ass. Yeah, and like wearing lace top socks. I'm like, who raised you? Yeah. What kind of commercial you're watching? Where'd you get those socks? It's not cute. It's not adorable. It's not, it's not functional. It's like, those are for little girls. Like, it only looks good for a six-year-old. And it's not a fashion statement if you're not a drag queen. And then I don't, but the thing is, I don't know where that joke goes. It's just me being mad at people's choice of their clothing. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's the core of it? Like, like what is it that, that makes you angry? Like, like, like you see, like, like, cause I also like, I'll, I'll say like, I'll see something that it like has an effect on me and I'll sort of fit it into a, a genre of joke. I'll be like, you know what I don't like? I don't like when. Yeah, yeah, but that's not actually how I feel about it. I, I like you know, like does it actually? It makes you angry when you see it that, make, or like like what it is makes it? Makes me really annoyed. It's like I think it's one of those things. Also, like what you guys talk about during your episodes is like I know, like I know a lot of people they choose the way they dress is not because they actually like it or the clothes work for them or um, or 
like they want it's like oh this is trending now because like people looks like this blah 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 they would wear this and I want to look like that so I'm wearing like I'm wearing those pieces like no it's it's not even it's it's not even your own aesthetic and definitely not your own identity it's like it's it it's not wrong it's not harmful it's just like some deep down stupidity <laughs> that annoys me it's like no you don't why why like lace top socks it's like <laughs> what are you trying to look like some like i i don't know just makes me like like when i see people dressed in a certain way i'm like you're one of those people who think you have a brain but you and you need to develop more because you're being annoying. <laughs> I feel it. I feel the. I, I I feel like we bond over this. Just like I have this like deep fashion hate for some <laughs> some people and their styles. And I feel like right now we're going through this thing where it's like it's like everyone wants like a vintage one of a kind thing because they yeah. all want to be special. It's like you're not special if you're just buying things. Like that's it. Yeah, and the statement. There's thing about vintage, like they actually don't make certain styles anymore, and but that doesn't make you interesting as a person. Yeah, it's like clothes. Yeah, it's like some people I know they're into it because it's trendy now, not because they're into a certain type of style. They it's not because they actually like it, and the thing is, yes, like the vintage style is coming back, and how they're making it, people won't be able to afford it. And it's not in as good quality as it before. But I, yeah, I work with a lot of vintage stuff. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. But, but also, I, I, the, this like early 2000s revival has been like cracking me up because for like 20 years after like the year 2005, everyone was like, boy, everyone dressed like shit from 1995, <laughs> 2005. And then now post pandemic is just back. I'm like, you know, in 20 years, everyone's going to be like, boy, after the pandemic, we really dressed like shit, yeah. you know? It's not a fit. It's not yeah. a vibe. It's all trash. <laughs> I, I will say, like, since I've started doing stand-up, I've cared a lot less about how I dress. Like, yeah, because you're like, interesting like, and got something going on. Right. Exactly. <laughs> well, right. Well, it, it's like it's like this, this, like, I was, there was a certain degree to which I was channeling my, like, desire to be unique or creative or, just to or stand out with how you look yeah and and it's, it's sort of like it's sort of like oh wait no like i'm like i'm a cool guy <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm the one of a kind jacket over here right right exactly <laughs> like i am the jacket like, like <laughs> the jacket was me the whole time <laughs> the jacket was inside you all along <laughs> the jacket was the friends we made along the way <laughs> no, it, it, like i, I kind of realized like oh it kind of doesn't really matter what i'm wearing as long as i'm comfortable with myself like as long as I'm okay with me, like, like who, f- like, like people don't really like like if you think about confident people, if you think about like people who you really like are impressed by their confidence and and impressed by their creativity and stuff, like you don't ever think about what they w- were wearing when they were talking to you. Like you're thinking about how they held themselves, mm-hmm. their facial expressions, and it's like. You know, that classic, like, like, oh, is he wearing the suit or is the suit wearing him kind of thing. It's kind of like, yeah, I just kind of want, like, 
my clothes should, are, should cover my cock and balls and and <laughs> also like my nipples if we're not at the beach you know what i mean like like, <laughs> like like that's like that's the function it should serve and then everything else should be coming from me you know yeah there was one time i met a person at work and um she's older she really liked me and she asked me one question she's like do you like fashion mm. i'm like i don't even know that could be a question Right. What do you mean? Do I like fashion? Like, what does fashion even mean? It's like, it's a very dumb question, and like, none of this clothes adds depth to your soul or your personality. None of that makes you an interesting person. It's just like I own those stuff. It's like, so what? It's like my my mama mia joke. Is is that's yeah yeah <sighs> yeah. And I think that's like that type of shit. I feel like that's like that type of stuff has bothered me my whole life, but I never was able to like make it tangible until I got yeah. here to the city because then it's so much more like shoved in your face. Yeah. And like the culture of it and stuff. And I just like, I think here maybe realize it's like, I love just like if, if you were, if, if I met someone and they weren't funny, they weren't silly and they didn't have like creative hobbies or anything as long as they were just genuine in themselves i would appreciate it like yeah. that's just what i like you know yeah. and i think there's like and also in stand up that's what i like too it's just like with the comedy i feel like when it's like comes from a place of like like it's a genuine perspective and there's not like this like i like the like you you should do it for the audience but you should do it for yourself too, but like marry those two things so that you find a balance. Between yeah, it. exactly. I think that balance is what the best stuff is. Yeah. Yeah. I think ever since I started to work my job, I realized one thing is like, yes, certain clothes, not certain clothes. Like people do look better. Like if they find what makes them look better. But that's also like make those things work for you. But there are so many people that are like, oh, I want this brand because it's the top brand. It's like you're just chasing after after something that's not that's almost a daydream. It doesn't add real values to your life. It's one like I I watched this um documentary about um uh minimalism they said one thing they're like um love life use things mm -hmm. and i'm like oh that's true but a lot of but a lot of people they're no they're like live lives no something like that a lot of a lot of people they love things and yeah. instead of love real tangible stuff i think that's why amazon is the evil because like it it it's like conditioning people into like, oh, I just received their, this package and I'm so excited to open the package, but it only lasts like yeah. that. Yeah. Shop, yeah. shop therapy, shopping. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like whole Black Friday shit. Mm. Like not those people look miserable. They're wetting yeah. the code, crushing into each other's shoulders, stepping onto each other for a fucking TV. Yeah. What? Yeah. But that's, I guess that's not what you're asking. 
that's, that's just something I've been thinking about recently. It's just like yeah, I, I also feel like so much comedy, especially amongst like people we know in our like class of comedy so much of it is just like capitalist anguish like yeah ugh, life is meaningless and we're all being ground into dust under the system and like oh there's just i feel like there's so much like right now i feel like the majority of like millennial age people and gen z people just have so much financial anxiety and economic anxiety yeah. and like complete lack of certainty about the future i think it's just all out the window like yeah. i don't know everyone everyone's jokes it's like the theme of everyone's jokes is like isn't that crazy how how fucked up everything i just said was like yeah. and that it's not like untrue <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah i mean that that's that, that i mean that was kind of the my like to go all the way back to the beginning talking about like that lady was calling the cops on us at 8 p.m on yeah. a saturday night it's like it's like I don't understand. Like I, 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 I saw a tweet which I actually <laughs> liked. I was talking so much about Twitter, but it was like along the lines of like, I don't understand how you could see somebody shoplifting and not like and think anything other than man, it sucks that they have to do that. Yeah. Like, 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 like how how can you like see somebody shoplifting, hear your neighbors having a party, and like your your allegiance is like to like the, the government and the police and like the economy you know what i mean like 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 that you would that you would bring in men with guns, guns before <laughs> before you would just talk to your neighbor like 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 i feel like there's a there's a quiet slowly growing sense of allegiance to each other as at like i think i think the 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 effect of like the last maybe eight years has been that we've we've lost we've there's been this general losing of faith in the government as like a, a body that that knows what's going on and i think we're gradually starting to look to each other more and rely on each other more i know that i like like i definitely like in my personal life i i feel like way closer to like strangers on the street and on the subway and stuff than i did eight years ago yeah and i, and I feel like like i think maybe when i was a kid if i saw somebody stealing something from uh cbs like i would be like oh what that's wrong like that's but now it's like yeah fucking it's cvs like the CVS is going to be fine. Like, why am I worrying about, like, I'm worrying, I should, I'm worried about them mm -hmm. and how they're doing, Yeah, you know? And, and like, um, and so like, like, like when, when you, like when you live in that sort of world where that's how you're relating to other people and you're, and you're, you, you care more about your, uh, countrymen like i don't have i don't have country pride but i right. i'm proud of my countrymen right like, right like i'm proud of us as a people but i'm not proud of america you yeah. know and <laughs> and like and so it's it's like 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 then when when you encounter somebody who they do like like have faith in the government in the cops it's like what the fuck? Like, who are you? Also, imagine I think that's what happened was 
she must have been going through something in her life, and she's being really, really bitter. And she, in her mind, she's like, those people. They don't. Th- she didn't think, oh, those people are having fun. She was thinking, how come those people are having fun and I am not? And right. I'm gonna ruin that for them. It's 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 it, we're we're have we're throwing this party to spite her. In her like like in, in, her, in, mind, in her head, she it's, made it it's about her. It's for the purpose of ruining her yeah. night. And and uh, and it's like. I also like I I also understand where she's coming from and that it's like she's at home and she wants to just fucking chill at home and it's loud. 8 p.m. on a Saturday yeah. is literally I think on Saturdays you have until like 10:30 to be yeah. as loud no, as you, you fucking have to, want. You have it to 2 a.m. 2 a.m. <laughs> I think within neighbor capacity like 10:30 11 is like fine. Like I think holiday weekends fucking all night does not matter. Yeah. But like like 8 p.m. on a Wednesday is absurd. One time. I had a uh, lady ask me to turn my music down in my old apartment at 4 p.m. on a Friday. Yeah. And I was like, you're insane. No, it's like, like, oh, you must be going through something. Yeah. Like, she was studying for her nursing exam and it was like, like really loud. It's like you're going out of your way to spread your your obscenities to other people. Like for those people, I'm, I, I pity them. Also, it's like, she could have walked to the roof and been like, oh, there's a comedy show. Yeah. Like, yeah. this might be fun. Yeah. Participate. Or or, or at least, like, like speak to us. Yeah, yeah. Like, like didn't, didn't, wasn't like, hey, could you guys keep it down and then call the cops? She just assumed that the rest of her life there was going to be a loud party on top yeah. of the roof. And, <laughs> this and, is going and forever. It's, We're it's, never like, going to end it. It's like when you're in a bad mood, you assume that other people are have, have malintent. And it's like she hears this party and she's in a bad mood. And she, so she uh, she skips over the idea that we could be nice. Right. And she skips over the, 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 the idea that she could rely on us. And she goes straight to, all right, I'm going to get the government involved to take care of it. Because but if she hadn't called the cops, you guys would have taken the party right into her living room. Yeah, that's It was true. the next step. We that's all true. said it on stage. We were, all, we were going to grapple hook down through her window. <laughs> smash. SWAT squad. So, so if th- those are my closing thoughts, <laughs> is that is that you should, we should uh, work things out between each other. But that's also idealistic. I don't know what I'm talking about. I think I'm a white guy in America. What am I talking about? I think a lot of people they wouldn't listen to reasons because the thing is not everybody is reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. I guess be reasonable is really what I mean. Yeah. Like, 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 just fucking be, like, quit, go to therapy, quit projecting, be a good hang, just chill. Everybody chill. Everybody chill. <laughs> That's my message. Everybody... Maxim is looking at me like, did you hear that? Everybody chill. <laughs> yeah, I think it would be good for you. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm not saying that because I think you're so fucked up, but I think, like, like therapy has made me a thousand times funnier because, like, like, I can really figure out why i'm upset about something i can really figure out why something makes me mad or something makes me feel good or like like I'm, i get to the fucking core of the it. thing is i know where my problems are at already i actually know i just don't know how to get over it yeah yeah but but I, but I, I just mean like 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 if if i if i saw a woman with lace socks and it annoyed me like here's what I'm saying like like you know that the lace socks make you fucking mad but you don't know why that's like some joker shit sitting down in front of your therapist and you're like you're like how was your week 
I saw a woman in lace. <laughs> I'm not that mad. I'm just annoyed. Right. I'm just right, saying right, Joker right, origin right. story. <laughs> but 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 like but like what I'm saying like like I asked you why it makes you mad, and you I don't said know. exactly, and you said that it makes you mad, and I was like, no, we know, but like what, but like what, like, and I think once you like the closer you can get to the why, to like the truth of like this is why lace socks gross me the fuck. Oh, out. I know why now. I suddenly figured okay, out. Okay, why is it? Closing thoughts. Closing like, thoughts. Here we go. Suck. We can finally end the episode. What's your closing thought on lace socks? I think it's more like, I think you know, and I know, and we both know <laughs> those are not for grown women. But how, and how, but how dare you to just dress in a way and she, she's, not she's, caring about what other people are thinking. She's violating a pact. Yeah, I'm like, there are a lot of clothes I wouldn't wear, but I wouldn't because it's like it would be weird. I think it goes back to me. <laughs> it's not like what they did something wrong. It's like yeah. I'm just like just no. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, no. I, I, you're I, like you. You didn't say no, anything. No, yeah. I, I know. I, I think we really got somewhere today. We definitely did. You unlocked a new a new level. Thank you for being my same, free therapist. S- same time next and week. And thank you guys li- for listening to this episode of Don't Quit Your Day Job. Oh, so Maxim, what's your problem? What's my problem? Mm-hmm. <laughs> dick too I'm big. Just, I'm just fucking lazy. I don't know. Butthole too tight, dick too big. <laughs> <laughs> That's 100% it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just... <sighs> Smells know. too good. You should go to a therapist. You first. Jaw too cut. Yeah, I don't know. Forearms too thick. Get a room with him. Bro, I'm in a room with him. Bounce. Get out of here. (laughs) Let me fuck your boyfriend. All right. Okay, well, that's it for this week's episode. Thank you guys for coming on and talking about comedy and therapy and mental health and everything. And a sock. Huh? No. And the socks. And the socks. It's okay. Yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, check out Lee and Sasha. I'll put their Instagrams in the bio. They also I want Pomeranians. They also have uh, <laughs> full episodes. You can go back and check out their full episodes. Um, next week we will have more fun guests, so please stick around and thank you for listening. Love Bye. you more than you will ever know. Bye.